Yeah, Sounds a little quiet. Good. Is it good? It's better to have it consistent. Like this. Yeah, then you can boost can it higher. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> God dang it, man. Gosh darn it. We're back. Through trials and tribulations. I hope so. Yeah. And we'll see. But anyways, this is the All or Nothing Show. My name is Austin, and I got the co-host, the boys. The boys, Brock. Brock. Griffin. Griffin. And uh, I'm hoping this sounds amazing. It probably is going to... Cut. We're going to take a quick commercial break to one of our sponsors. Wax, our only sponsor, <laughs> Trick2G. This show would not be possible without him. <laughs> yeah. we, so we've recorded like two or three episodes, I feel like, over the past two months that have just been like deleted. And uh, so many technical issues. And we were talking about it today. I feel like, you know, we've made so many upgrades to like the setup. And then everything's just gotten worse from it. Yeah. Until, Somehow. Uh, yeah. But Trick donated a uh, mixing board. Uh, we got a temporary mic here, a laptop, and laptop. Uh, the laptop. Yeah, and so, so now we won't have pauses. Yeah, no pauses. Shit will be together. We're Shit fully, fully sponsored yeah. by Trick Two G. So check him out. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyways, we're starting today off. We've all sort of had this drink. We've actually had quite a few of the three Ds. But this is the Citrus Mist, and we're gonna go ahead and crack them open, boys. Yeah. I think the last time I had this on the show, Miles was on the show with me. So uh, I don't think we really gave it a good, honest review back then. I think I was doing one to fives and shit like that. So let's give it a, yeah, no a good, decimals. our good refresh scale score. Because this is definitely my favorite three D, and we talked about it with Landon. This was his favorite three D yeah. too. And by the way, I've already had one today, so just just as good as this first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, off the top of my head, I'm going eight three. Oh damn! Stole my number. No, we can we can be. You know, eight three buds. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm an eight three as well. This thing's fire. Six two. Oh my. Yeah. No, I remember he told me he hate he doesn't like this one. I don't. Really he doesn't like, like any three Ds. He told me he doesn't like any three Ds. You just I hate, thought you he's hate Christian. A big bitch. You hate I just yeah. like high carbonation and high flavor, and I feel like this is like he is a, a big step carb. above bang is you're, you're a bang guy. He is a big yeah. carbonation. Guy. I'm I'm a bang head. Bang. Yeah. What is the um. What does the CEO say? If you ain't banging, yeah. you ain't hanging. That's true. That's yep. my life motto, brother. <laughs> I want to be like 53, dyeing my hair black like that and guy. And punching the camera. Yeah. <laughs> he's a boss, though, for real. I mean, I follow him, and uh, even though he's like in his own world, yeah. dude's a killer. Over a billion dollars. Dang. That, and that I company. Think they just got bought by like Coke Pepsi or, or Coke or yeah. something, yeah. I still think uh, Reigns are better. <clears throat> They're just a little so, less carbonated because I don't love it, like, killing my throat. Yeah. One thing like I would say, I don't know if you guys feel like this about this drink, but to me, a big thing with the 3Ds is I almost feel like I can taste, like, the sugary syrup separate from, like, the carbonation. It's It doesn't feel like it's mixed. I feel like my first sip, like, first hit is the carbonation, and then I feel like I get this syrupy, like, almost like a whey protein kind of linger on your tongue. You know what I mean? I don't get it. I mean, I, I understand the protein yeah. reference, but... I get what you're saying, but I don't notice it that much. Not enough that I would notice it before you said that. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. I think you're just being a... No. Yeah, I just love preaching. <clears throat> yeah. No. That's, what, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> no. Yeah. This man's an alpha over here with all these wolves on the shirt. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, we had to switch positions because I was intimidating him too yeah. much sitting across yeah. the way. I can't make eye contact yeah. with him. He stares into my soul. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Yeah. So, uh, 
Let's talk a little recap. I guess it's been a few weeks. Obviously, definitely a month. <laughs> been a month. So, uh, yeah. I guess you can give a recap of the gym. What's been going on here since we're in the gym, obviously. Yeah. Um, what are we, two, three weeks out from No, now? we're not in the gym. We're in HQ, well, we're which in happens HQ, to be in the gym. Which we're in. <laughs> Look you know up. what Maddie mentioned the other day? She saw that you put the address for Gym Flow at our gym. Yeah. Which it is. It's but sweet. Uh, what do I need to make sweet it? Sweet F. Z? No, you put Sweet F. Gen I just Z? think it's funny because it's like. <laughs> it's it's going to be confusing. Someone drives, you're like, where is it? Yeah. It's in the back. Looking for the it's gym. In the what are those called? A speakeasy yeah. when you got like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you gotta know where it is. You know. But what anyway, so the, the gym's end. going great. Um, a lot of finishing touches have come the past uh, week or so. We got three weeks basically till open. So we're opening on November first. If you don't follow the page and haven't heard, uh, so opening on November first. Working on getting exact details as far as like brands and what they'll you know be, or at least to what extent they'll be here. Yeah, I know freaking. Of course, Jim will be here, but Austin will not. He'll be surfs up in Bermuda, just yeah. sipping Island a pina time, colada. Yeah, mm. <laughs> no, um, but, uh, probably rum. But Jim will be represented, obviously, in a good, big way. And uh, we should have Overcome on Tap, I believe, which yes. is super fire. Hopefully, it's a hot, sunny day because that'll really hit with the uh, Overcome. Uh, we have Naughty and, Naughty and Nice, which is a baking company that kind of makes like these Rice Krispie macro-friendly type snacks. Super good. They were at a party in the gym. Yeah. Uh, the back. best thing about them, too, is that it's different kind of cereal. So yes. like, if you can yeah. imagine a Rice Krispie treat, but with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Right? Yeah. Cocoa she, the pebbles. cinnamon are really good. The Cocoa Very Pebbles good. are good. Mm. So we're excited about that. And uh, she's obviously a small local company, so it's nice to kind of support her back as she kind of comes here and supports us and the people that are coming. Uh, working on... So, 10,000 is going to be a sponsor of not only the event, but the gym, really. So, you know, to what extent, kind of, we'll probably have events throughout the year that they're a part of. Um, but as far as this event specifically, I don't know exactly to what extent they're going to be here, whether they'll have a table, they'll send a rep or something, or whether we'll just have their kind of shorts on the rack so you can kind of see them. Um, but that's something to think about if you're uh, a male because they do make men's uh, apparel for the gym. So Also, I'll speak up about yeah. 10,000. Give it, me or Griffin a shout because we will soon be wearing some. Yeah, so, so part uh, of them sponsoring the gym is they hooked up the uh, male coaches, quote-unquote, but basically the trainers of our gym uh, give with, some some, feedback. with some kits. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've obviously been repping them for a while um, and I have a lot to say about them. Uh, and so I've been repping them for a while, trying to get them to both buy. Griffin's bought the shorts and loves the session shorts. So speaks for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> but uh, anyway, ten thousand, and then also the last sponsor that I know we'll have at the uh, event will be the Short Pump Nutrition Corner. So they'll have a table set up with samples and apparel, uh, shakers, and things of that nature. So opening day will be super sweet. It's going to be November first. Uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. is the event time. That'll be a free open gym, so you don't have to be a member to come lift. And uh, after that, of course, it'll be regular hours until I think we close 9 on Sundays. And then uh, the gym will just be open from there on out. Um, Dang, it's weird to think of, like, you know, after that day, it'll be completely different in terms of... It'll be very weird because we're going to be here at 5. I'm leaving the gym probably like 6-ish p.m. And then Maddie's will be here until 10 closing. She'll come home. I'm yeah, I'm out. I'm sleeping. Getting up at four. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be hellish. Um, I think we'll have to do it for minimum a month. But I'm hoping uh, there's enough success that we can hire someone soon after. Um, but we we shall see. But excited about that. A lot of finishing touches, like I said, are coming around the gym. Mostly decorative stuff or little things like um, a bench in the back and like the lobby space, cleaning up some areas. 
Um, as far as equipment, nothing too major. We just had a bar come in today, a Deadlift Texas bar. Um, we got five Texas Power Bars that should be shipping soon and be here by opening. Uh, and that'll be really it. Uh, other than that... Now, those well, bars will be like the one we got today or the correct. one that we got earlier? They'll be like the regular bars. So they'll be Power Bars, so meaning they'll have the center knurling. Um, you know, so it'll be good for squats, deadlifts, bench press, kind of all around use. The deadlift bar is a little bit different. I think the diameter of the handle or kind of where you're grabbing, the sh- I guess it's the shaft. The shaft. Or is the that? rod. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's a that's little a- bit thinner um, by like, you know, like one millimeter or something or something small. Yeah, princess um, in the pea. Kind yeah, of. but anyway. And <laughs> also, it doesn't have center knurling. It allows for a little bit more whip, so that's why it's a deadlift bar. Um but anyway, so we have one of those, and we'll have six total Texas Power Bars. So Nerlin will be fresh. It'll cut your hands. So if you got gloves, yeah, if you need gloves, you're one of those guys, bring them. Um, otherwise, yeah, Keith, <laughs> you're listening. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, uh, it'd be great. I'm excited about it. Excited about opening. We got one more decal on the wall. We got to fix the cable row um, before open, obviously, which is just swapping out a cable. And uh, other than that, we've all been lifting here. Clients have been enjoying it. We have kind of like a few members under the table in a way, really close friends mm-hmm. that, you know, are paying for the month. But um, besides that, I can't wait to really open up to the public and be a, a legit business and yeah. business owner. And that would be cool. Too, just to speak on really quick um, that I've been really liking is like week after week, just the little aesthetic changes uh, like the decals or the bench or something like that <laughs> today that came in. Um it's nice to see, and it's one of those things I feel like you kind of just feel the the change or, like, mm-hmm. feel the upgrade or something like that. It just makes it feel that much more, like, complete or, like, the the feeling that you're going for is solidified that much more, too, with yeah. each little thing. And it's, like, one of those things where everything would be fine without it, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, the rope anchor to the wall, like, the decals, well, other things like, like that. It's like, oh, okay. I think the difference is, like, most gyms – you know, they kind of have everything. Like when you first sign up, they have everything. They've usually been there for a while. And so it's rare for a company to kind of like buy a new attachment, buy uh, something decorative like you mentioned, or buy a new machine. Like sometimes golds are getting some new stuff, but it's that escape your limits crap. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, so, you know, especially with us being small and everything, it's kind of like we're constantly making these upgrades. So, like, you know, you're seeing it now because, you know, we're doing all this before opening. So, you know, we got a Stairmaster in. Like you mentioned, the decals made a big difference just in, like, the visual appearance. That's kind of subconscious. But once it's there, it's like you really notice it. But even, like, you know, we have a preacher curl and a uh, really nice glute drive uh, Nautilus kind of hip thrust machine that's already been bought. And that'll be here, like, late November-ish. And... Just every time I think we're buying these new machines, I feel like, you know, if if things go as planned, like I was telling you, I think, last week, like, we'll have the funds to basically buy, like, one to two new machines, like, every month. Yeah. Now, obviously, we won't do that forever, and there's some, obviously, some savings and where money will go elsewhere, but just to have that flexibility and know that, like, I'm not relying on the gym for purely, like, profit and that all the money that is made whenever someone buys a shirt, whenever someone buys... Uh, you know, membership, it's all going towards the equipment. So you're basically investing in a place that you get to go. Mm-hmm. And well, so it's very different. The other thing I would say, too, that I think is just interesting that you've been talking about is 
you know, if you find a better product or better deal or something like that, like, you know, it's not just set in stone, the, some of the equipment that's here already. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, to me, I would probably feel like if I already spent money on it, put effort into picking it up, You're it's like, like yeah. yeah, I don't want to yeah, yeah, it's, it's here, but well, I do appreciate the, uh, like always looking, always for a evolving. Bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Eugenics. Well, like specifically, I know, I know the, uh, the leg extension, um, that we got, you know, from, from Doug and the boys up there. Of course, they forgot to mention a little detail about it um, to where it works great. It feels good. It's still a good piece, but it definitely, you know, there's a few inches left where you'd like to kind of have a stretch um, on the leg extension. So <clears throat> I think what we'll end up doing is uh, upgrading that piece because it definitely does the job. Like I said, now it's not a piece of crap. But again, like you said, like I want it to be the best of the best. If we're only going to have one leg curl, one leg extension, I want them to be killer pieces. Yeah. So. We're going to, you know, take our time, try and make sure we get that other Cybex uh, leg extension that I really like. If not, there's a Nautilus I'm thinking about. But a nice leg extension that I really enjoy that I'm super confident about and excited for people to try. Um, but that's just one of those things. It's going to be a little tricky to sell that guy. But we'll get it done and we'll just, uh, you know, deal with the consequences after that. But uh, like you said, just always evolving, always growing. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about it, yeah. That's the other thing, too, is it's been fun the past couple of weeks, too, to start to get a taste of, like, what things will be like more so on a regular basis. And I've been really enjoying just As you've been you know, here. training clients, filming some content, yeah. working on editing stuff, and having it feel very streamlined. And then also, not only that, but just feeling like... You know, every day we can create something. It doesn't have yeah. to just be like, oh, can we plan for two weeks from yeah, now? And then something yeah. maybe falls through. And then, oh, well, you know, we'll give it a try next time. It's it's nice to at least feel like we got a central hub to work out of. And then everybody's just kind of like ready and willing to uh, get everything going. So it feels good to just at least, you know, be able to kind of continuously create stuff, put stuff out. And I feel like that'll just continue to grow. Oh, more yeah. More. Boss Babe. Empire. Yeah. Boss, yeah. Boss I definitely man. loved it. Now that, you know, you got your computer and your setup. I mean, like you said, like, I just feel like whenever I want to record a workout, I have all my shit in my office. Or, like, <laughs> whenever I need. Turnaround. Yeah, whenever I want photos, you know, you're right here. You can edit it literally and in the let's office. Talk about and, that. Like, what? the gym just somehow naturally came with great fucking lighting. Oh, the lighting's killer. And, like, the, once the mirrors went up, like, the mirrors were perfectly oh, yeah. fucking placed. Like, the mirrors look sweet. Oh, yeah. like, both mirrors. Even the, the one that's like, above you, the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Noteworthy. Yeah. I oh, love well, I can't thing. wait till the decals show up in the other other room as well. Yeah. But like, there's no bad like spot really to be under the light. Like, there's no, no like, oh, this spot. And I mean, you there know is what's some funny spots, is like the, 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 the way the lighting is structured in the machine room. Even it's like there's a machine under each light. Yeah. And yeah. we didn't. We kind of planned it, but kind of didn't. No. And it just fell into place. And I think it just looks sweet. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate like I hate to say like perfect but with the door the natural lighting of the doors if they're able to be open plus the lighting yeah. the mirrors i mean it's just a trifecta of it like nice, craziness yeah. yeah what are you looking at i was just looking to see uh the order of the microphones okay so no worries yours is third okay gotcha last <laughs> yeah oh man um, the, well, but no but no it is, is it is so i just feel like there's so much we can do i mean other than just filming some stuff for instagram but for i sure. know for you I'm, I'm sure it's been great huge. like planning content like just being able for me to walk down you know the hall shoot some ideas to you us figure something out yep. put it on the books he comes in a few hours later we're like hey let's shoot this yep. i mean it is just so efficient i think for our businesses i think for your you know freelance business um and just being around each other is just, it's a lot of fun. Sure. And to me, too, it's like 
not having to tack on that editing work in the beginning or end of the day when I'm at home. Just, you know, it's just kind of been something I've taken in stride the past few years of like almost having like homework as work of like, okay, well, got to do this, got to do this. And it feels so much better now to A, get just an instant turnaround and like have things done same day, which I'm usually not used to because at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's, I got to wrap up, got to make dinner, like this, this, and yeah. that. So it's nice to A, have that, and then B, just to kind of separate like work and home a little bit more, which is always nice too, because it's not just, I don't know, coming home to then do more work. When you had a hell schedule, like the way uh, your clients kind of work, and it's not to their fault, but they're spread out so much yeah. that it's like you have these weird gaps. You can't drive home because then you got to drive immediately back. Yeah. You know, if you bring your computer, though, you're not, you know, the gym you were previously at, I feel like you couldn't really just pop up in an office like you can here and, you know, grab a snack, grab a drink, sit down on a desk, get things done. You know, it's yeah. it's just way, way more efficient, I think, for your, you know, your lifestyle and your world right now. For all of us, for sure. For real, because, yeah. like, Absolutely. we're able to be in one roof, under one roof, and knock out every single business yeah. that we have. Yeah. Like, literally. From everything, training, editing, yeah, video. Take some notes, Christian you know. Guzman. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean that's the main reason. I mean, yeah. a huge like driving factor behind us just partnering all together is just to yeah. be able to like create more, like not to like not ten x, but like two x everything yeah. at least. But I mean, yeah. it's like you know, for you to move out of uh you know the previous HQ, mom's and house and everything, yeah, mom's <laughs> house. Yeah. Um, you know, it is a financial like investment, and obviously, it needs to have some kind of yielding benefits some like return because otherwise it's like you're just from one place to another but i think just in like the full kind of month and a half we've you know you've been able to really settle in here you know i think october's been a good content month we're only like 10 days in i think there's a lot left and uh i think the more planning that goes into uh to gym flow to content to uh, future ideas flavors whatever i think uh 2021 will be a, a big year and everything for sure Another thing, too, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, Austin, but when I had first gotten my gimbal, that was like one of the first kind of more so work related purchases I had ever made for filming stuff. And I texted Austin right after I bought it because it was kind of a big investment. And I was like, you know, now we can like change our game. We can like step things up, make things like dream a little bit bigger in terms of what we can maybe create or do. And it is one thing that I feel like, especially now that we're here, I've been thinking a lot like that too lately of just, you know, it's been fun almost every day now to almost just think more so like, okay, well, what's the next thing we can do? What's the next thing? And even some things that are kind of spur of the moment, like the other day, we just shot some product against the wall, but like, it was fun to just kind of set that up and almost make as much of a studio, like look as we could even just getting like a whiteboard as like a little reflector and like put arranging some stuff a certain way. But I will say it's, it's a lot of fun. Like even some of the just smaller, like spur of the moment things to just be able to have like, all of us here like and just kind of play around with it until we find something we like too yeah it does allow you just to dream big a little bit more yeah. and like i i don't know i'm excited about it i i feel like you know what i've talked about you know for a while is uh you know like to you personally is being more involved with gym flow because i feel like you know the gym is is we haven't even opened yet so i'm acting like it's like it's over um but the gym is obviously like phenomenal and something that i want to continue to grow and build but it is one thing that like obviously it's only 
really accessible to people locally. It is one of those things, it's like a physical location, so there's a lot of pros to that. But something like, you know, gym flow can really be something that has such a high ceiling. Um, you know, with just kind of the grassroots upbringing, the attention to detail, the genuine and like integrity feeling that comes with the products and brand. Uh, I'm excited just to kind of really, I feel like give it the consistent attention and focus to detail and like mental investment. I feel like that you've been able to put forth a lot into it, but sometimes you can't just do everything on your own no. and you can't see it on the outside. To, uh, to ask you, Austin, because I feel like the past few years, you know, for better or worse, it really has kind of been a one man band, one man show for yeah. everything with Jim Flow. But now that we're all in here, like, you know, both Brock and I, like, we want to help you as much as we can as far as just, you know, brainstorming stuff, growing stuff, like, you know, sky's the limit for whatever you want to do. But does that ever, like, do you ever feel like that then now you're losing kind of some element of control of Fuck your no. own thing? Or do you like having, I like, would rather Jim Flo be a group effort or a team thing because... I don't. I don't know. I I see it that like when I envision gym flow at scale, I envision it being multiple, I guess attitudes maybe. Yeah. Not like very broad. We all think alike, so I think we would yeah. be a good fit. But like, it not just being a dictatorship type thing. Yeah. I definitely think it would have some some more flavor or like culture, quote unquote, to like have different attitudes, perspectives thrown into it. Uh, like with videography, like I truly, I'm besides like having a broad skit. I mean, I truly want, obviously, whatever comes to your mind on, like, angles and what things should turn out like. That's why I'm always asking, like, what should well, we do we next all, for a transition? I feel like, like, in a lot of ways, have our kind of area of expertise or at least more, like, confidence in. Yeah. But then, like, you know, we have, like you said, broad ideas of things or uh, preferences on, like, different categories of yeah. things. So, it's like, we, maybe we both work in video. But from very different aspects. Like, sure. I've always been more of a the editor. I've done some, like, in-person filming work. And it's kind of like the inverse with him. Like, he's done mostly in-person work and has a lot of, like, experience actually doing the filming. Obviously, editing, too. But we definitely have different preferences on how things should look or have looked or, like, different types of work we've done <coughs> in the past. Um, and obviously, he's, like, super more informed uh, when it comes to photos and everything. But, you know, even just getting our ideas or opinions, you know, helps kind of alter the end product that he creates. And, yes. Um, yeah, I just think when we combine all the minds together, it's obviously just a much more efficient machine. I like the mixing pot, like tossing an idea yeah. out there and letting it get it like into the mix and y'all bouncing off, whatever. Yeah. I think things turn out even that that much cooler in my mind. Like, yeah. the, like typically they usually do with all the videos we've done. Yeah. Like I'll have an original idea of what, what I'm thinking it's going to look like, but once I toss it into that, you know, imaginary mixing pot between y'all's two brains it usually comes out fucking awesome yeah and i'm always like man that was awesome i can't wait to like level that up yeah. or see what's next but uh i don't ever feel like i'm i don't know ever held back or losing anything by any means i definitely i want it to be a group effort i want everybody to feel like oh man i've got some hands in it like i feel like this is part of my journey as well yeah, because i definitely. think that's truly the only way it's going to get bigger i mean i've been doing it by myself for a little while can I say I've done it 110% that whole time? Hell no. Yeah. But, you know, I definitely think things like the gym and everything that we're doing, it can it can only be bigger if we do it together. Yeah. Truly. So, uh, any updates with Gym Flow? Yes. Kind of transition to that. A little bit. And I think it's been a while. Like, we've had a few things drop. I don't even think 
the last was overcome dropped in the last one i think we had it propped up at i had it propped up but i don't think we actually had like a uh, episode to even yeah, talk well, about it Overcomes Live. It's been live for a minute. It's been moving pretty well. A, month, uh, yeah. a lot of feedback. A lot of awesome feedback. The flavor's fucking knockout. It is knockout. I, fucking I knockout. always feel like, and this same deal with uh, 10,000, not to plug them, but I feel like it's hard sometimes when you're involved with the brand and you love the products. Yeah. It's almost like, please, I'm not being fake. It yeah, really is yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> and it's one of those things, so but it's like, the lemonade is fire. Like, I'll tell you, like, you know, if. You know, I mean, you've like, been honest about some yeah, flavors. Yeah, I've been so yeah. honest about things. Like, I like lime more than Monster, or this yeah. or that. Like, I'll, I'll give you my real, like, opinion on things. Like, red apple doesn't taste good mixed to me. But it's, you know, the, the lemonade is fucking knockout. It mixes amazing. I definitely even, even, it's barely pump ingredients in it, but I feel a difference. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's Jake amazing. was mentioning that the other day when he was in here. He looked pretty pumped up for yeah. what he was. I haven't seen him in a while, so I didn't. I was like, oh, he looked pretty decent. <laughs> For I'm sure what he's been eating, I can only imagine. But that's Jake. So he's uh, Tiger Woods. But he was like saying that he felt more of a pump from the new Overcome than the old one, which was like stacked with other pump ingredients. And it could be because it's a little older of a product, whatever. It would be the hydration. I think hydration is a huge aspect of pumps. I think a lot of people overlook hydration, just water. Having water, like being fully hydrated, your muscles are water. So if they're dehydrated, they're not going to be pumped, plump, and full. Those electrolytes. Pump. Plump. Love being pumped and plump. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. But uh, Overcome's dropped. New Overcome tea. We have a few of those left, or quite a few, actually. I don't know if we have like many of the like, larges and XLs. If you're looking for a shirt, keep an eye out for Friday, the Freaky Friday deal. Yes, the Freaky Friday there may deal. may or may not be a t-shirt deal. I totally forgot about that. I'm glad you're on here, because I'm going to be a <laughs> I shit keep show. you on track, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this Friday, this coming Friday, so this is going to drop tomorrow, Tuesday. This coming Friday, we'll have a Freaky Friday deal, which the whole month we're having Freaky Friday deals. So if you don't hit this one for some reason, which would be crazy. Spooky. Yeah. You'd be crazy <laughs> to miss this one because you'd be getting mysterious shirt. But uh, we'll leave it at that. Overcome everything, T. There are a few left on the site. Um, other updates as far as that. Green Monster should. Fingers crossed, guys. It should you be did here. You a shipping thing for it the other day, right? Or have you no. had it? Mm-mm. No. So the manufacturer, due to COVID, uh, a lot of things have been backed up with that. They're trying to keep things like safe and organized, whatever protocol, and I understand. But they've definitely been s- slower than usual. So this past uh, Green Monster order, they had let me know ahead of time. They're like, "Hey, usually it's four to six weeks. Definitely expect six weeks or close to six weeks. It's coming up on the fifth week now. We're mm-hmm. in the fifth week, so." Fingers crossed on maybe getting a word next week, having a good five or six hundred, uh, five, a little over five hundred units show up. So we should be have a good amount for a little bit of time and an updated flavor profile. Yeah, it's which still, I'm excited to try. Yeah. I mean, we tried the sample, but I don't know if it's because we had it in the little you Dixie did? cups. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah. I poured but it in little Dixie I cups. I couldn't way really back even when. like notice a difference, but I think it was because yeah. it was literally like one sip, yeah. and we just had energy drinks, whatever. Yeah. So I'm excited to kind of give it a full go because. Um, like I mentioned before, I do prefer the lime, like flavor, but the monster, at least the current formula, had a lot more of kind of like a salty kind of feel to it and yeah. grainy feel. So I did like dry scooping that. It makes yeah. it was good. Yeah, yeah, it's just different, you know. Yeah. So yeah. if you liked it, you're gonna love it even more when it comes back in. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we do have some other things we're trying to work on, just waiting on some balancing acts with funds because we are still a small, up and coming brand. Uh, it's a whole, it's a balancing act for new products and deals on Depop right now. Or? Yes, 
We are doing a deal on that. So speaking of Trick2G, Trick2G is our collaborative flavor pre-workout, which is D-Pump. And D-Pump is practically all or nothing, just minus two ingredients. One's a stimulant and one's a focus ingredient. But it's still a hell of a product. Yeah. And uh, the flavor is pretty great. It's a uh, boosted burst, which is like a mix between Skittles and Starburst. Pretty sweet, but um, I think it's very I love unique. It. It's yeah. a very nice flavor. I always flavor, find yeah. with D Pump too that it hits me differently mm-hmm. than the other products. I, think beta I, I get the single. Too. The beta yeah. alanine like hits, hard hard hits harder and it hits fast. I feel like when they were mixing it, they were just like, well, yeah, a little bit more. A little yeah. bit more. Little bit more. Do we yeah, feel? within like eight minutes, like you're feeling that that feeling a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you want some tingles you're feeling and jingles. That feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll get it with D Pump. And yeah. uh, right now, crazy I, deal. Crazy deal. Use code stimulus at checkout, and uh, that's going to get you twenty five percent off D Pump, which will knock it down to thirty dollars, twenty nine ninety nine on the site. Thirty dollar pre workout. Yeah. Basically, all or nothing. One too. Basically, basically all getting or all or nothing. But it's a collaborative, obviously, yeah. just Trick Two G's special collaborative flavor of all or nothing, and uh, you're getting it for thirty bucks with stimulus as the code during checkout and uh, rock and roll. Because this, once they are gone, they are gone. And while you're there, grab yourself an overcome. Hey, that's right. Stack. <laughs> it. And there's a stack option. There's a so stack. The, yeah. the code will work for that as it well. Will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One thing I wanted to touch on. Is forgot he's here. <laughs> yeah. um, Give us a howl next time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So we were all running the program. What were our thoughts oh, on the of reckoning program? Because we are now all off the program. We gave it a solid it month. Five we weeks. Sucked, dude. I would yeah. say, it, well, we gave it a good month. Yeah, and I think that's about the time of you know that's the life cycle of a typical program. But what, what are our thoughts? Down. And, you know, what are we doing now differently? I'll go first real quick because mine was probably the worst out of them all. <laughs> Not the worst out. So I started off hot and heavy, felt great, and uh, all the movements were feeling very good. Uh, but then like two weeks in, for some reason, my hip or glute hamstring in my left leg was locking up, couldn't get any connection. So I, I didn't pretty much squat three out of the five weeks. Uh, and that was one of the main movements in that was like a heavier squat too. So I just completely skipped that and was doing some BS. And then my shoulder was acting up. I'm just an old man falling apart. And, uh, I guess the, the final week I caught some type of hell of a food poisoning from, from whole foods, from whole things. foods and not like whole foods as in like paleo, like whole foods, the store. And, uh, yeah, was shitting and puking my brains out for about an entire weekend Thought I was gonna die, and uh, but I'm back, boys. Ain't ain't nothing knocking yeah. me down. I'm like a roach. I know that's ugly, true. and you can't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> well, the funniest thing to me with the whole food poisoning thing is you keep unrefrigerated chicken in oh, your yeah. gym bag all See, day long. You know and that shit hit. So I the, eat that like shit. the fact that you ate whole foods and it messed you up like that is just so funny to me that it's like. You know, this is like the, the uppity, like stuff, hipster yeah. kind of like cuisine. Yeah, <laughs> and was, then Austin eats and it like throws him all out. <laughs> of yeah, it was too clean. <laughs> yeah. It was one of like those yeah. scenarios where you're doesn't deserve you're, it. You're puking or you're you're taking a crap. You're peeing out your butt, and next thing you know, yeah. next thing you know, you're like 
oh shit, you gotta you gotta hit the flip, yeah. and then you're puking immediately, and you're like, you don't even have enough time to let the flush go down Man. before you're puking oh, yeah. into. It makes and it's you like just sit in a stream. Yeah, I told Griffin, I was like, yo, if I had a big enough drain in my shower to let things like go through it, <laughs> I would have just sat there and puked. And just did my thing for about three hours. If only you wore a mask, man. You would have been good. <laughs> but that was, I will say, and I mentioned this too, that's like the only time in my life that I wish I had a bidet in my house. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there was some cleanup to be needed. Bro, I hate send one. The TMI, but like, yeah. yo, it happens. Don't go to Whole Foods. Fuck them. Yeah. We're not accept, uh, accepting but, uh, sponsorship. Anyway, anyway on my side of the program, um, I went through it. And I pretty much followed it to a T. There's a few times where I'd switch up some exercises or I worked out with uh, you know, a friend of mine last week and switch things up. But I mostly followed it. The reason I'm switching and gave up on it was because I felt like I was just sprinkling shoulders in to like the upper body workouts because it was in the middle of my anterior day that I would have like two exercises. I'd do some like lateral raises and like a lateral raise variation. And then I'm like, oh, well, I get some anterior from like all the pressing, which is true. But not quite the same. And then on my posterior days, I just kind of throw in face pulls. I feel like I... Damn, quite the burp. burp (laughs) Quite the burp. But anyway, I felt like I was just sprinkling them in. So shoulders felt like they weren't getting the attention they need to really grow. And then biceps, the same deal. I felt like they were good workouts, but they just weren't, weren't the same volume or intensity. So, you know, in the way it's structured, I can quickly switch back because it's, you know, basically the same workouts. Just instead of a chest and back, change that to an anterior instead of a uh, shoulders and arms as a posterior. So easy switch back to things for me. Uh, and then, yeah, just back on back on that. So I'm actually write up that program probably later tonight or early tomorrow and uh, start back with the chest and back tomorrow. Nice. nice. <clears throat> um, for me, I liked it, and I, especially, too, when we first started because um, it just did feel good to – kind of get out of my own head a little bit of just, you know, I always like to just make up my own program, but it was nice to have some other input. Um, and it was nice too, to kind of have those machines thrown in. Cause usually, um, on, in other gyms or other things like that, I typically just stick with like barbells, dumbbells, cable, maybe some leg extension, leg press. But, uh, I just find I'm going to do almost like a return to form. I feel like now to where, I was just thinking back to where, like, the past couple years with school or certifications, I feel like it's just been drilled into my head so much of, like, study, study, study shows this, graph shows this, this is the right way to do it. And so in my head, like, every single time I make a program or something like that, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start with the main compound. I'm going to do this kind of percentage, taper down to the isolation. It's going to be this kind of split, blah, 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 track this, keep it objective, always Mm -hmm. try to progress. And it's like... I just find now that I almost dread that so much that like any makes it day that's different from that, I get so much of a better workout. And I was thinking back to like when I first like started lifting really in those first two, three years, just kind of getting, you know, every day slightly different, kind of working on, you know, exercises that you feel good or switching things up to like make it mm-hmm. engage more or working on weak points. And I feel like I had so much better progress back then, enjoyed my lifts, had so much better pumps. Now I feel like I just kind of get real stiff. I start with the heavy compound and I'm kind of just like out of whack. I, I haven't gotten a pump, but I'm kind of tired like mm-hmm. after that first kind of exhausting exercise. So I definitely want to kind of return back to more so of a, a typical kind of bodybuilding routine. But then also, um, you know, reading some of those old magazines we had, I really like 
a lot of what they have to say in there because it's a lot of like introspection. And I think a lot of times too, what maybe some study says or what's technically correct in some textbook or by some organization, like, you know, everybody's different and you know, your years of experience, maybe different injuries or strengths or other things like that. Like I find that, you know, I move differently for curl than Austin does because it engages differently for me. Mm -hmm. So like, I really want to just kind of return to a little bit more of that, like cerebral, I don't know what to call it, but like just, you know, doing what feels good and mm. kind of working on more of like a flow through the exercise. Like the other day when I was doing chest, I did like pullovers and then dumbbell press. And I like almost having exercises prime you for the next exercise or feeling like, you know, exercise almost acts as a warm up into something else versus just like, you know, two, three warm up sets, your typical warm up routine, and then bam, you're right under that bar and then just like dying. <laughs> so, so where I'm at mentally is I've kind of gone through a phase of like, it kind of started with the more times I was running. I kind of, I didn't get bored with bodybuilding and I still loved it, but I kind of just wanted to switch some things up. Like, I kind of wanted to diversify as far as, like, my training. Like, throw in some athletic movements. I kind of want to be... It's kind of like I've told you before. I'm just, like... I have that addictive personality where it's, like, I get into something and I want to go all in. And I want to just be, like, great at everything. I want to, like, mix yeah. it all in. But your body just can't handle it. I can't run... No. I mean, I was able to run three times a week and maintain, like, my recovery and everything. But any more than that... Or even when I was, if I was running those three days, if I ran like six plus miles each of those days, it's like my body just gets burned out. So there's only so much you can do. You could. You could try. <laughs> Shoot a little TRT That's and we'll it. be good. But, um, but like, for example, like, you know, we just got a cool tire in for the gym and I think that'll be a fun piece for people to kind of, you know, toss around have stuff you in their workouts. Yet? He yeah. did. Have, you haven't? No, I have not. I haven't I haven't even touched it. Well, if it's not soaking wet, I'd go give it a run. Uh, away, but. Yeah. It's not, it's not too bad. Like, I, I was doing sets of basically 16 flips with it and um not counting but yeah, yeah. not who's counting yeah. but uh no it's it's a decent weight but it's not going to be too brutal um unless you're a weak little bitch but uh anyway point is I was kind of diversifying myself too much and, and I just wasn't sure like you know what I want to go into should I switch things up like I just felt like I had one foot in one foot out but to your point I feel like I want to go back to just very traditional Brock like a little bit more volume more bodybuilding focused like i you know i was telling, talking to maddie about it yesterday when i was in high school you know only a year ago now like yeah. two, two years ago throwback but i uh i used Dang, to what shit. song was on the radio <laughs> tick tock um, <laughs> anyway i uh used to watch a youtube video before every workout after school i'd come home you know, snack, play Xbox, whatever. And then, like, the hour before I, you know, work out, I eat my pre-workout meal, and I, while I was eating it, I'd watch a YouTube video of either, like, you know, sometimes it was, like, you know, a pro, like, lifting. Sometimes it was, like, one of those Machiavelli motivation videos. But the, the premise was it was a workout that was the same body part as what I was training, especially for leg day. This was, like, crucial for me mentally to, like, get locked in the zone. And I think something so simple as that, like, watching a five-minute video of someone else like lifting before you go and lift not only are you more excited but sometimes you see an exercise you want to try yep. you just get so much more focused you now see the intensity yeah too. now you come now, I, I mean i come in i get good workouts in i'm pumped i'm sore later i'm working hard but i just feel like you know when i see that i'm so much more excited and amped up to train and i'm like hell yeah like you know i just watched like a chris bumstead video for the first time in months and i just you know just seen someone else 
of just like pure excellence, you know, you just yeah. get more excited. So I feel like, you know, I was telling Maddie yesterday in the car, um, you know, I think before I work out now, while I'm sitting, taking pre or whatever, um, sipping that sweet, all or nothing, mm-hmm. by Jim Plo, uh, <laughs> I'll, you know, turn on a video, just something short, you know, I think it'll get me amped up. And as far as programming, again, I keep going one, in, one foot in, one foot out, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I do want to get into jujitsu at some point, but I think, those gyms won't be normal until COVID's done, which won't be another yeah, year or two. Yeah. Good so we just have to start a fight club <sighs> yeah, here. We'll look yeah. up a YouTube video. Yeah. How First to rule. Jiu-jitsu. Um, we'll do it right there. Yeah. But point End is, since that's going to be a delayed like thing, which I'm glad I never started it because then it wouldn't have come yeah, to fruition. Geez. But um, with that in mind, that it will be at least another year out before I even start that. I'm just going to go back all into bodybuilding, really like focus on it and love it. Get nice and, uh, and slow for fighting. Yeah, get yeah. nice and slow as fuck. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I'm excited to dive back into that. I think as far as like, you know, well, I'll touch on two things and I'll stop talking. I feel like I'm rambling. But, yes. No, I'm just uh, one, I want to mix in some like interesting training techniques that are more advanced like, uh, you know, force reps and isometric holds like John Meadows mixes in those a lot. I like those for like leg curls. Like, you know, you knock out your working set. And I mean, like last... somebody's up in there like curling the weight for like the they're last grabbing my four, nuts like... while I'm curling. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I mean, but like, the, like let's say for yeah, like, like the, force like, last reps would reps, be, yeah, you're, you're like helping me force gotcha, a few okay. extra. I don't know exactly what exercises, but things like that. Um, I'm not a huge <clears throat> drop setter anymore or a, um, or a huge super setter. Um, but I do like the isometric holds on certain exercises like the leg curl. John Meadows had done it before with a lot of people where, you know, you do your working set and then about halfway, you know, on the rep, hold that for like 15 seconds if you did 15 reps, something like that. And um, there's just a really good kind of feeling at the end of that. And whether that leads to more growth or not, I don't know. But, it, you know, it's like you talked about going by feel. What makes you feel good exactly. in your workout? And a lot of times when it comes to muscle growth, strength is a different ballgame. When it comes to growth, honestly, the bigger the pump – the, the more like sore you are, the more intense you are, I feel like that just almost equates, equates to uh, muscle growth every time. But well, One thing I would say th- that I've been thinking about the past couple of days is because um, I haven't really been writing anything down, which I've been really liking to because it's nice to just not have that kind of interrupting you every set. Yeah. But the other thing is I had just gotten so used to like having a goal of like, okay, rep range five to eight, rep range 10 to 12, that all I think about is like this many from 10, this many from 12, this many from five. I feel you. And I've been working on a lot more now, just making each rep just the best it can be, squeezing as best I can be, trying, if I'm doing a curl, like trying to make that one rep like all in my bicep, almost getting to the point of even closing your eyes, other things like that. But it's been making it so much better for me that it's not just like you know just get to the end of my set almost yeah it's, it's kind of just living in that like you know almost present state if that makes sense yep. and it's it's really making workouts feel much more like meditative or like uh, i'm very centered yeah. and i like that feeling a lot because i had lost it and i think a big thing too is um also, kind of like not to just keep plugging gym flow, but <laughs> we'd gotten all those energy drink cases, and I'd just been doing that as pre workout for the past couple of weeks. Not but the same, just the yeah. past few days, returning just to pre workout, I get so much better focus, and I'm not like all over the place flow. like while I'm yeah. working out. Because a lot of times, too, if I'm just on an energy drink, like as I'm in mid set, I'm like, okay, well, I wonder if someone's messaged me or like other yeah. things like that to where I'm kind of distracted waiting for the set to be over. But now I feel like, you know, 
little salted over cum, a little mm-hmm. bit of deep pump or all or nothing, and then I'm just like all in, baby. Yeah, I think you really touched on is like the little things like that, like making every rep focusing on one rep at a time which is easy to just say that like phrase yeah but actually doing it really does make a difference especially when it comes to those isolation type exercises your side raises your curls your tricep push downs yeah. i think really making each rep intense and i think that just comes down to mental focus and that's what i mentioned like the youtube videos like that'll get you there mentally and when you go into there i mean i made the post yesterday like training with a purpose and I felt like it was so easy for me to just type the caption, but then it's like, you well, shit, it up. am I living it? You know, it's like, yeah. I really need it, you know, sure I'm, I'm getting it phony. done. I'm a yeah. phony. This guy's a big fat phony. But, uh, I don't know, that's the last thing I'll say about that, yeah. but about training. But one thing I wanted to touch on too that you mentioned, and we kind of touched on with the gym, is, uh, you know, you do have certain exercises you can do here. I mean, there's a huge multitude, but... It isn't probably the amount of exercise you can do at other gyms. Like a goal is because of either the certain amount, number of machines we have or, you know, different things like that. However, it is very exciting though when we do get new things in, whether it is a new machine, a new cable attachment, um, things like that to where it is so exciting to be here. Of course, because it's, you know, it's my gym. And, uh, you know, all of us have basically had a hand in creating this. But I think even from an outside perspective, when members are here, when we get something new, it's like, oh, shoot, like, I can't wait to throw this in my program, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love testing. Like, when we the few pieces, like, last pieces that we got in, like, the cable or whatever, like, I love getting on it just to feel it and see yeah. how good it was. Like, I know and- when we get that glute drive. Everyone's going to be on that. I definitely yeah, I need to be hitting that. All of our clients are probably going to be using the glute I probably will use it. Building some yeah. cakes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Juicy. I wanted to hit on um, you talking about rep ranges and stuff like that because before the day of reckoning, that's how my training has always been from day one. Even when I started lifting with a few of my bodybuilding friends that got me into bodybuilding eight years ago. Yeah. You'd go in and like today, for example, we talked and you know, the past few days we've been talking about how we've been training and going off feel, what feels good, where I'm feeling a connection, more so pump. Definitely. And, um, you know, I was getting in the monotonous like, all right, I've got 10 to 12 reps to hit on this one exercise. Let me just hit my 12 and, you know, I can move on to the next exercise. Yeah. Not that I wasn't going balls out on some of them, but I just like at the end of the, so at end, the end of some of the workouts, mm-hmm. I'd be like, damn. Did I waste that last set because I could have maybe went up another 10 pounds or I could have did a few more reps with that weight instead of just stopping at 12 because that was the program type yeah, deal? Yeah, yeah, I get that you know, way too. Today, on my last few exercises, I was doing a lot of cable flies. And now that I think back, some sets I was doing 12 reps, some sets I was doing 16 reps. Yeah. And it was like all about the feel and the pump, where I was feeling it, what reps if I didn't really count, what reps like really, you know, or if I got to that point where I was starting to like really focus and nail in at like rep 12, yeah. I was like, oh, let me get another four reps in if like now that I have it dialed in. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, not to say I'm like some big guy that everybody should be like, oh, that's the body, but that's how I've always trained. And yeah. I really, you know, I felt like I, I made some decent progress without really tracking every single set of yeah. rep, you know, it's more and so it's, just knowing that like, that was it. It's funny too, that like, you know, sometimes as life goes on, you kind of do things that you think are the right way or something like that, but you always wind up kind of returning to like what just feels right to you. Yep. And maybe you take something from something else you learn along the way. But I think there is a lot to be said about just, kind of finding what feels good and what feels natural and letting that grow 
to the best of its ability. Because, you know, in a parallel sense, there's been, I think it was maybe some Andy Frisell podcast or something like that. But he talked about, too, just even with business or something like that, really just focusing on the things that you are good at and not trying to be like the master of everything to be able to do it all yourself. Yeah. And I think that, you know, in a lot of ways, yeah, there's always room for improvement in other ways. But, you know, the things that just feel right and feel good to you, like I could never be a power lifter because it just doesn't feel good to me. And if I try to force myself into that, then am I really like, doing myself a service and am i really like you know being you know entering that world well or should i just do what feels good to me and try to just maximize that as best i can too yeah so i think some of that stuff um kind of like what we were talking about a little bit ago it's it's funny sometimes how you just get lost but then when you return back to that kind of path that you were originally on it feels good to kind of just feel like okay well now i'm I've been on that other side and now I know like the way I need to be again. Cause yeah. the other day too, I just doing a, a leg day. I did leg curl, like sumo squat, leg press, and then leg extension, just four exercises and three of those machines. And I felt such a great hamstring, like soreness to where it wasn't even a tightness. It was just like, wow, these are engaged to where I mm-hmm. usually do like RDL squat. And I feel like that kind of wrecks my CNS or like my core more to where my back hurts the next day usually but this was like huh okay well maybe i need to get out of my own head and like not feel like i have to do this bar movement every single time or something question for y'all because i've always kind of i know i'll I'll explain the way i've trained but i know jeff nipper just dropped a new video on it i haven't watched it though but how are y'all on the idea of like since you were talking about rep ranges, like train to failure or near near failure every kind of like kind of set, and just going by feel like that, or leaving some in the tank and like kind of where you fall into there. Because I feel like what I generally end up doing is I do kind of stick to a general rep range just to really not guide how many reps I do, but more what weight I am you know selecting that you know I should select a weight where I'm in that range, and uh, I usually am doing reps that leave one to like two reps in the tank usually one to one and a half and then the last set usually will end up becoming either like you know the last rep i can get or you know i'll push to failure on that set it's generally how i end up training to where i am like an rp eight and a half to nine ish if you had to put it to a number on most exercises um i usually find that i like to work to where i feel like i'm failing in that rep range every set uh, but trying to just engage like if it's a tricep movement or something i don't want to feel like then my shoulders are taking over or something like that but what i will do if i feel like i still got more in the tank but might cheat then i'll just uh like do a hold or like a pause or some sort of tempo within that last rep or so to just feel like i'm getting the most i can out but of do you that. do that every set <clears throat> usually the, yeah okay every set for me the way i have trained and I do want to change this or try and tweak it to see if things change, is uh, I usually go to failure on my last set. Yeah. The first, like, three sets. Sometimes I'll do six sets of something. It's we're now talking about how we feel during a workout. Sometimes it might be three. Sometimes it might be six. If it's hot, it's hot. I'm hitting it. Yeah. But usually I'll do, like, all right, I'll have something in my head before I start. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try and aim for 12. And if I am get to 12, I'm like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. it's feeling good. Yeah. I'll go to yeah. 15 or 16. Or even, I rarely ever take anything to 20. 
But, uh, you know, there's a few things that I'll do for that. But the last set, though, I'm like, all right, this is the last one. I'll push it usually until failure or like one right before it to where I'm not like stuck. Well, a lot of my reasoning is because like let's say I'm shooting for uh, an 8 to 10 range on an incline press. Well, maybe I do feel good that first set and I have the energy. It's the first working set. I can get 10. But then the next two sets, because I push so hard, it's a 7 or it's a 6 versus if I left one or two reps in the tank – Maybe I get eight or nine, then the next two sets I can get another eight or nine. You know, so that's but and then by the time I get to that last set, I know I have no more working sets, I can just go all out. Yeah. Um and I think that's kinda where I know I've talked to both y'all about this and Griffin, you've seen it more firsthand when we train together is like the kind of back off sets I do. And I don't even know yeah. where I got this idea, but generally how I end up training on most of my movements, especially my compounds, is like three working sets to where that last they're kind of in that eight and a half to nine RPE range. And then I kind of drop the weight, like, I guess, comparatively to like 70% of that working set. And then I'll kind of push towards a higher rep range that kind of leads me real close to failure, like one rep in the tank, if that. Um, and I feel like I do that because I can go kind of a little bit safer than working on my heaviest working set. So I'm never like, I'm confident to push towards failure because it's lighter versus yes. maxing out and giving it your all, especially when it comes to my compound movements or even like the T-bar row. Yeah. I'll throw my back out or something. So I like that idea and that style. And me and Griffin talked maybe two days ago about it, speaking about the old school magazines. And the past few times back when I was training at Laburnum more often, I would almost for especially legs, I would pre-exhaust my legs before I'd squat. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would either get on the hack squat or the leg extension, I'd do lunges, something of that sort. And then I would squat almost last or middle to last to where, like, everything was nice, warmed up. I had plenty of blood, and I was almost a little fa- – not fatigued, but I didn't have to use much weight to make my legs work and, qu- mm-hmm. like, quiver. Like, yeah. And I felt more optimal during those workouts because, like, man, I had my muscles, like, every little thing, fiber firing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I almost like the concept where you're, like – Almost not pre-exhausting, but like you're really stimulating the muscle and then you're dropping back and off and trying to like go push through some reps or, you know, volume with that. And I think I'm going to try and switch to more so like that once my legs come back. I I need new legs. You're getting amputated. I don't know about y'all. Lieutenant Diane. I almost feel like I have reverse (laughs) ego sometimes with certain exercises to where some of my favorite exercises are ones that like five, ten pounds will like knocked me out with that muscle like i would much rather do like a single arm cable extension and be dead in my tricep with 15 pounds than do like a v-bar press with the cable and have like 90 pounds but not really feel like i'm getting like full I'm the same engagement way. if that makes sense i think it's it's i, I love finding those exercises to yeah. be able to hit you a different way i think i feel the same way with those because like when i'm doing them on instagram i don't have to feel kind of like and again i i usually 95 percent of the time don't give a fuck about what i post or what people's opinions are but it's like i can feel confident posting a chest supported 10 pound side raise rather than posting my squat and i'm like oh, there's so many people stronger than me on this you know what i mean so you get the that kind of yeah, yeah yeah and so it's one of those exercises where you can go yeah i know the weight's not heavy but that's not what the focus is the motion of the ocean yeah and yeah, I, I still true. my problem i'll be honest and maybe i can work out of this but and maybe it's partly I still have these strength goals I just want to hit in my lifetime, but I still have just enough ego to where I still want to squat first, even though I know it's not – it's definitely working my legs, but it's not like I feel it. 
in the same way I do a leg press, a lunge, a leg extension. It's definitely not isolating it in that way, and I'm pushing a weight that um, I'm not going to like uh, control in that manner. It's more about getting it up um, with good form, but I still hold on to just enough ego that I still want to focus on giving that first, you know, that man compound like my all strength wise, and then moving on. Um, yeah, but maybe maybe I'll I'll grow out of that. Maybe it's my youth. You know, well, I definitely think, yeah, it's 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 good to have the goals. And I I mean, I still have a goal like for some lifts, but at some days I'll, I'll show up and I'm like, I don't even care if I ever get to that number. Well, strength isn't even like my main goal. It's not yeah. like I'm a powerlifter, but you I still. I don't know. You still have that ego. Yeah, like, oh, you still want man. some respectable numbers. Like I feel like I'm own, I'm owning a gym. I should be at least putting up some decent strength yeah. numbers. You know, or be a big guy. Yeah, we'll hit that second plate one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree with you. But at the same time, my the way my body's been, at least for me personally, I just want to I just want to feel good when I do things. Yeah. Like just deep down, feel good. Which lately it's been tough. Some days are rougher than others. Can't yeah. have all those sunny days without a few rainy ones. But I did get a question, not to switch too much gears, about lifting uh, on our Instagram, which every Sunday I usually post a questions box on my IG. So you make sure to give me a follow or any of us. Hopefully they reshare it. Sometimes they don't. Uh, but it's all good. We did get a question about lifting and how it affects our mental health for us personally. And uh, does it? For me, it does. I definitely think – and when I originally got the question, it was yesterday, obviously, and I was like, man, what would I do if I never li- – like, if I didn't lift, what would where would I be? be? Like, like, I would yeah. probably be drinking a lot, like, because that's what I used to do. Not because, like, I'm an alcoholic. Oh, I probably would have been an alcoholic <laughs> by now, but, like, because I'm – I, I, would I, need, I, I need something to do. Yeah. I think – yeah, I think it's a it's it gives you something to do, and it takes away from whatever hours you would just waste. Like, we talked about it. We were talking about it last week. Uh, when you were like, you know, I have a free day, but I feel like I'm wasting it because I'm yeah. not doing anything. And it's kind of like when you don't have something to fill your schedule, you kind of just fill it with fluff. And mm-hmm. so it kind of takes away from me like two hours of fluff. Now it becomes two hours of working out. So not only is it something like productive, but makes me happy. I love it. Keeps me healthy. Does all these things for me. Um, and it also kind of gives you like a sense of purpose or goal. Like, even before I had the gym, before I was, you know, doing better financially, if I just had school, it's something exciting I can look forward to each day. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see if I can press the 60s today. Or, yeah. oh, I can't wait to hit this PR. Or, oh, you know, in a few months, my biceps will be a little bit bigger. It gives you some, like, purpose and accomplishment without really having to um, to kind of set it up and work for it in a sense that, like, it's not easy to kind of – own a business, set up a business, get things in order, blah, blah, blah. But lifting, it's kind of like anyone can improve their body. Yep. Not everyone has the uh, the opportunity, the creativity, the finances to uh, start a business. And that's a lot longer planning and build up to do to then get those kind of accomplishments and those uh, that fulfillment and that purpose later. Everyone can have purpose in lifting because it's bettering themselves, like both mentally, physically, um, appearance-wise, strength-wise, whatever your goals are. So I think that's why it is such a big thing for people's mental health. And I've never struggled with it mainly, but maybe I just found it at an early enough time that uh, I didn't fall in kind of a rabbit hole. Yeah. That is one thing I would say with lifting is with other uh, skills or hobbies, um, you can probably have as much enjoyment in like your day-to-day. But I will say like it's a great balance not only of like effort and reward – 
Um, but also like you can get just as much satisfaction with long-term progress as you can with like short-term progress to where I can feel good about like my efforts in a six month period. And I can also feel good about my efforts in an hour workout, if that yep. makes sense to where like, if I'm a painter, you know, I might be, that might be something I'm doing every day, but like, that is something that I feel like you have to look back like six months prior to be like, oh, I improved to where it's not just like an everyday kind of, okay, this was a great workout kind of feeling. Yeah. And I feel like lifting is one of those hobbies that you can really see like day to day. Oh, this felt good. This feels like I'm going in the right direction. Like, oh, if I add this in or do this differently, this is feeling like it's making things better. Other things like that. I would also say it's like just the right balance of individual and community as well, mm -hmm. whereas a lot of sports aren't really like that. And I feel like, too, it kind of sets that mental groundwork to apply over into other things. So we're like, I find now that if I have the mentality of like, okay, well, you know, let me finish this set or like work until through the pain to like get to this point, then a lot of times I'm like, okay, well, I'll finish this chapter of schoolwork for the night or like I'll put this load of laundry away or wipe down the kitchen or other things like that because, you know, I think back to my workouts, as corny as it sounds, but like you do think about that kind of snowball effect of like, oh, well, you know, I put this amount of effort in here. It's like the whole here. idea of make your bed. I would, yeah, yeah, I was disciplined here, so let me carry it over into this way. And I feel mm -hmm. like too, lifting is so much of a like – you really have to kind of try to maximize. Uh, I think there's two things actually. One is, especially because we all kind of do things relative to aesthetics as well. I think that you prioritize kind of that higher standard um, in your life for lifting. Like you want to be a cut above the rest. You want to be the best version of yourself. So then you almost try to apply that into like your food of like, okay, well, if I'm going to try to make the best workout, let me try to give myself the best like bang for my buck with nutrition or get the best night's sleep or other things like that to where it carries over into so much more and makes you kind of cognizant of the way you dress or present yourself or other things like that to where it really does uh, like kind of just put you in a good state of mind to where you feel like you want to make kind of everything the best it can be in some way or another or kind of you know there is a i think and last kind of point but realizing that you know whether you do or whether you don't do something or put the work in or whether you do try hard or don't try hard it's it's only going to matter to you yeah and i think that there's something important about that of realizing that like you know if a week passes and i do stay consistent and work out good if a week passes and I don't, like nobody else cares one way or mm -hmm. another, but that time will have passed one way or another. So I think that that's something that I, with lifting, that it really kind of puts you into a good frame of mind to where you do have that long-term planning, but you put forth that daily effort that then in so many other ways it carries over into, you know, you're, you're kind of maximizing your day and also like not letting that day kind of make or break you in one way or another because you also have that long-term goal in mind. It's hard to articulate with some I'm of that, stuff, but I don't you know like what, what I mean? Yeah, you said a lot, and I was trying to like collect all my thoughts on it, but there's two things I wanted to hit on was one, um, I know we've kind of joked about it before, how we kind of look at it about like about life kind of overall as like almost like a game, like a video game, and you're like the character, and so it's like lifting is kind of a way that you can like 
upgrade your character. You can make yourself like just lifting makes yourself stronger. You look better. You can go in like focus on your hygiene. It's like you can upgrade yourself by just doing these certain habits and these tasks. You can learn a new skill. You can be like I'm in like coffee. I feel like that's almost like an upgraded like knowledge base. Or it's like when you read more. It's like you're upgrading um, your character in a simple sense. But you're, it's just self improvement is yep. the simple word for it. But you know, lifting is one of those things that I think knocks out so much things in one kind of hour session. Uh, the other thing I really like that you said is like there is the short term and the long term benefits. And I think so many people focus on the long term, but I always feel like you know people ask how do you stay motivated all the time. It's the stupidest question in my opinion. Because you just have to love it. You have to enjoy working out. You're not going to do it forever. You're really going to torture yourself for the rest of your life, like working out. Like I get it if, you know, you have a, a short-term like weight loss goal, right? Like not everyone loves cardio. Most of the bodybuilders, they do the cardio for a short-term, you know, gain of like looking better, leaning down. They don't love it, but they can do it. But you, and you can do that for a short period of time. You can't do that forever. Yeah. And so you have to really like love the process. And as you mentioned – Look forward to each workout, be proud of each workout, and be excited, like I mentioned, about like, oh, I can't wait to like lift these 60s, or, you know, you, you had a great pump, and you had a, you know, a PR on your pull-ups, you got more pull-ups today. It's like, that's exciting, but what's also exciting is four months down the road when you have a bigger back, or, you know, you look yeah. better in the mirror. And so there is like such a perfect balance of short-term and long-term gains to where you don't know how how you know good you may look in four years but at least you can be excited about each workout and next thing you know you look in the mirror and you're like damn yep. that's freaking rewarding the other thing too uh that i want to bring up that kind of reminded me of what you said is there's such an interesting i feel like once you become immersed in it as far as lifting goes um you you have to kind of go through some sort of pain or discomfort to really feel like a good sense of accomplishment. And I feel like that almost carries over into so many other things where maybe you might start reading, maybe you might, you know, do more around your house or your job or, you know, struggle through work, but that's fulfilling work to you or other things like that to where you don't really want to be complacent in one way or another. And I also find too that, you know, with the exception of a cheat meal here or there, I don't really find, and this is kind of just carried over from lifting, but Anything that gives me like a dopamine rush or like a, you know, an unrewarded gratification, I kind of find that I don't really like to like, you know, video games kind of search or, for pain, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah. or like, you know, just gluttony or other things like that. I just find that like that form of pleasure is really just, you know, not really fulfilling to me. And I much prefer things, hobbies, activities, you know, spending your day doing things that like, you know, it's, it's fulfilling, but it's like challenging at the same time. Or it's not enjoyable, something. if that makes sense. Yep. So I don't know. There's like a different kind of echelon of like, because you always wonder, like when people ask, how do you stay motivated or this or that? It's like, I think about almost the opposite end of lifestyle of like, you know, getting off of work of a job that you don't like and eating food that's not good for you and just wasting your time in front of the TV the rest of the night and staying up too late and then they don't you pick know, on the average yeah, American citizen just kind of like going from little small bumps of like insignificant pleasure throughout the day to kind of offset things that you don't really care for long term and to me it's almost the, the inverse of what we kind of do of like, you know, that short term discomfort, but the long term gratification. And I feel like once you kind of break out of that or kind of 
get a taste of what that's like, you never want to go back to the other way, if that makes sense. For sure. So. And, and I love that you hit on the, you know, almost strength through struggle type yeah, mindset earlier. Yeah, that's a Jim Flo motto. For sure. sure. <laughs> it's the remaining sizes <laughs> plug. But, uh, you know, it is a, it's a good way for me, I guess, and probably most people, for me, lifting is a hardener of some sort, mentally and physically. Yeah. You know, uh, it does transition into other aspects of your life, especially mine. You know, it, it builds your body up. And your body, at the end of the day, is the only thing you can really control. So... I think for most and for even me, I'm sure y'all could answer to whatever y'all feel like that just getting your body moving, getting in here, whether it is a great workout or a crap workout, it's still something that's getting your body moving and something that I can control and knock out, push my body through to try and harden it, become better. And uh, I think it's like one of the, probably the greatest antidepressants you could probably do for yourself. True. Just that's move true. your body. Yeah. I, I always feel like. It's the only thing you can control. You know, they'll say like, you know, depression is going up and it's a big problem. I think mental health is a big problem, but I feel like two simple things would drastically decrease it. Making everyone exercise, not like force everyone, but you know, like if everyone would exercise more and everyone would eat better for themselves. And then just get into like some sort of regular routine, I feel like. Yeah. You'd feel better. You'd look better. You'd have a sense of purpose. Boom. Like, I just feel like noticeably. Yeah. Yeah, you can email me for more information. Um, let's bring in these questions. Uh, I'll kick it off. Oh, yeah, this is Answer the Internet. Um, just stupid fucking questions, basically. Uh, don't take them serious. We kind of just fool around with these. Anyway, first question, Answer the Internet. If you were a general in the Civil War and you could get a T-Rex or a modern war tank to fight on your side, what are you taking? Guess you're answering first, right? All right. I'm taking the T-Rex um, mainly because I think either one's going to win the war. But I'd like to see the T-Rex just like rampage through. I think it's a lot. Uh, maybe, you know what? I don't know if I could say it's going to move faster than the uh, tank. But I think it would just strike so much just fear. And it would be just be pretty badass to just kind of be flinging people around. Um, I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah, I would probably say that too, because I think that there's something to, like, thinking back to Game of Thrones, you know, one side had the spear cannons or other things like that, the men, but the other side had a dragon. And I feel like when you hear, when you're standing on the battlefield and you hear that dragon mm -hmm. roar and don't know where it's coming from, it's like, you're going to piss your pants and you have the element of surprise on your side too, to where mm -hmm. if that T-Rex tears out of the forest and like snatches up some soldier or something like that, good luck turning the tank on me in time before I'm back in the woods again. So. Yeah. I'd probably, yeah. good I, luck, Robert E. Lee. I'm, I got a T-Rex. <laughs> I'm going tank. Reason being, and even though like I'm taking everything into consideration, ammo not being a unlimited supply because you're back in the old time. So like True. you got whatever ammo's in the tank. But after I'm out of ammo, I'm going to run you over and mm. your little muskets aren't going to shoot through my tank. Yeah, that's true. So I'm running, I'm plowing yeah. you over. Good luck my standing fuel all in a line yeah, of formation. Yeah, I guess I would run out of fuel. But after that, I'm just going to sit in there and I guess hold yeah, out until you all go away. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I, I do think – for the enjoyment aspect, T-Rex is going to whoop some ass and be, like, cool to watch. Yeah. And who who wouldn't, like, kill to say, oh, I got a pet T-Rex? Yeah, that's true. I'll that next. A griff. If you could have an endless supply of anything, what would it be? Um, Chick-fil-A. 
That's a great question. You know, I picked that question not knowing. Usually with these, I kind of like, I read it, and I, of course, have like an instant kind of reaction. And so, you know, hearing it the second time, usually I'll kind of either just like base it off my first uh, reaction. But this one, I didn't have any ideas that first hit my brain. And so I was like, okay, let, let, you know, one of you guys read it and let's see what pops in my brain. Would it be dumb to say free time? Like, is that a cop out answer? Because I've always wanted to just be able to pause life. And then think you have all the time in the world I don't think you want to like that. maximize some sort of skill and then play again. Because I would procrastinate even more. Yeah, if I think I, had more free I time. think you'd lose your mind if you had free time and you wouldn't use it as much as you think you do. I think like I when I get be... free time, I need something to do. And yeah, you could like learn a skill and that'd be fun. But then eventually, you're like, I don't know. You need some sense of like uh, time restraint. I feel like to get things done in a productive man true true um especially with you you getting photos done i think i'd procrastinate <laughs> if i knew i had unlimited free time but like, well shit i'm not gonna do it right now i'll do it later yeah that's a good point. yeah um then i would probably say organic grass-fed steak Damn. nice because then i would <laughs> never have to pay for it but i could always get high quality meat that i could eat every yeah. single day i'll give you some high quality ah man <sighs> I'm probably going to go because I spend a lot of money on it. Energy drinks. <laughs> I thought you'd say that. Yeah. My only thing is if I had unlimited, sure, I could have like one, two a day. But I, I would I, – you'd have to limit yourself. Would it be a high – like a high dollar one or would you just go like well, – I'm hoping it would just be like, right. hey, I get to select yeah. whatever I want for True, the day yeah. type thing. But, uh, you know, and if, if for some reason I just got sick and tired of them, then I'd start I'd – maybe sell them. I don't know. I'd yeah, figure something – I'd, I'd try and, like, be productive out of my choice. I don't know choice. if you'd get sick of them if you could change the flavor yeah. of brand so much. You know? But, you know, it would save me some money and something that I do use every day almost. Yeah, I thought about energy <laughs> drinks. I think Chick-fil-A would just hit that. Yeah, next – I mean, next, next option for me would have been some source of food mm-hmm. for sure. Pizza probably. But anyways, one of my question – Let's see what we got here. It is debate the internet. If you were continuously getting attacked by eagles one at a time, how many could you kill before they got you? So I'm assuming bald eagles because that's what it looks like in here. So those bitches are mean and nasty and usually big. They're bigger than they look from like far away. Things are like pterodactyls. So I'm thinking three. I could probably take care of three. I have zero, man. a huge fear of birds of prey. I could never imagine holding one on my wrist. Yeah. Because just looking into that thing's eyes and like seeing the talons and beak. The beak the brain? The and just thinking well, I'm not, about that. One at a time. Yeah. So I probably, Do you have would, any I'd probably weapons? be like dead by the third third or fourth one. I'm going to be probably pretty cut up and like bleeding out. Maybe. If I Do have a, a gun, stick? I could probably get. Yeah, through a few. Well, on, the, just on the picture, hands? he's looking like he's got I'm, some boxing gloves. On. I think it'd be. I think we're talking bare hands, and if we're talking yeah. bare hands, I'm going with zero. Yeah, honestly, because if you think about trying to strike at them, I'm getting torn. They'd up. just be tearing at you. Yeah. yeah, you'd have. to. I mean, even if you grabbed its talons, its beak would get you, bro. That oh, thing's yeah. gonna tear. And you even apart. the talons, it's like, what <laughs> you, are you gonna try to break it or something? Like, uh, yeah, I don't even know how to go about killing I it. I have to choke and, it out. Yeah, come <laughs> oh, I'm getting chill. I don't like thinking about this. <laughs> I mean, they're big. I didn't know that was a sphere. We'll have to bring one in one day. Yeah, I I don't like birds. <laughs> There's something that and like alligators i feel like they're a callback to like a primal oh yeah like, like alligators animal. are meant to be left alone not be pets like they're just like yeah barbaric beasts and i just feel like you know certain things like a tiger i could have that as a pet but i just don't like 
like looking into that thing's eyes, it's like it sees you it's meant as to kill. yeah, something that it will kill. Yeah. So you're not afraid of a tiger? Bro, a tiger or a lion? That thing's like 600 pounds. That would rip me apart. I could be, you know. It'd be different if I raised it from a cub. exotic right here. Maybe. But not birds. There's something. Birds are almost like fish in the sense of like they don't have like an internal consciousness. They're just like a, you know, they respond to stimulus. Now, the real question is how many Buddhas could you take out? They were just coming at you. Uh, I would just let myself be consumed. <laughs> Take me. Please. Take me to yeah. the promised land. Eyes looking both ways, just coming at <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. Where's he going? <laughs> well, I've been playing around with him lately because I'll just like try, try to, to touch his can... nose and he doesn't even notice. Doesn't himself. see it coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a big so. blind spot in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I know. The bit, How you defeat an army of Buddhists is to just stand... Right in the like middle. right in the, in the middle, and they just like run flat. through. You just you. come straight at them; they go blind. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, so I guess that is it for the uh, show today. Hopefully, this was a good one. Hopefully, turn- it works. Yeah, hopefully, it works. <laughs> We're gonna find out, yeah. and hopefully, you all enjoy it. Let us know if you have any questions about it. Or would like to know more, and the future shows, drop it down in the comments below. And obviously, follow us all on social media because I will be dropping yep. questions boxes on Sundays. And uh, that's it for this one, guys. We are out of here. See you. See you.